Welcome to Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like a flea market. Uh, you know, it's the only place in the world where you can get an old ham radio, uh, a, a blanket with a tiger on it, and some off-brand flip-flops. All in the same place. All in the same place. <laughs> from, from the back of a Winnebago. For $20. Yep. Uh, cash only. Uh, my name is Joshua Lytle. I'm a filmmaker, podcaster, and storyteller. Hi, I'm Chris Wegman. I'm a podcaster, storyteller, and filmmaker. Hi, I'm Justin Teal. I make websites by day and dungeon master at night. Awesome. So, as you might have guessed, uh, it's just the three of us today. What's yep. that, Josh? I I can't hear you over the machine. Yeah, I think... Gosh, we must have left it on all week. <laughs> Ooh, is that why it's got that loud thumping sound? Yeah. The humping what? <laughs> the thumping. Oh, right. Cool. It's like one of those dryers when they throw a brick into it. Hold on, I'm just going to turn this dial. What's what's the dial say? Volume. Oh, that's oh. so much better. Oh, God. It's yeah, never right. been that loud before. Yeah. Someone must have came and just turned that dial up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing if we left it on. It's another thing if, mm-hmm. if it's turned up to 11. Oh, man. The machine's been running all weekend. Look at this pile of criteria. Ugh, it's going to be a lot of untold stories. Yeah. Just take whatever's on the yeah, top. Just, just grab a handful. Yep. All right, what here got, we Josh? go. All right, well, this looks like a genre. Uh, our genre is drug-addled adventure. <laughs> so, okay. And then our prop is uh, a pair of golf cleats. Okay. And our line is, you want me to put what where? <laughs> And our location is a uh, ski hill. All, all right. right, I'll just toss all these over here. We'll clean okay, that up cool. later. Yeah. All right. What drug-addled what? Uh, adventure. <laughs> it's not that I couldn't hear it. Yeah. It was long. <laughs> um, okay, so drug-addled adventure. I mean, I would say emphasis on adventure, yeah, and then yeah. you know, I'm I'm thinking like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle or Pineapple Express or. So, so a lot of these like. Ad- they're adventures that are, should be just a mundane thing that, because of circumstances, turn them into "quote unquote" adventures. Um, like especially like Harold and Kumar, right? Like they they were just going to get White Castle, and then yeah, even Pineapple Express. I don't remember it being. I forget what the. I don't remember. I don't either. Yeah. But I feel like it was something like not that big of a deal until you enter drugs. I I mean I think that's a good rule of thumb. I think mm-hmm. it's 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 something yeah. fairly mundane. Another um, good one: The Hangover kind of works in that way where they're, they're like yeah. going for a bachelor party but then Alan gives them roofies and yeah, right. everything falls apart then. Yeah. I mean, I guess the uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is a little different. Like that's just, I don't even know how well, to describe that one. As I mean, yes and no because I mean, you know, he's there reporting on that dune buggy race mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is and, you know, the exercise of simply checking into a hotel becomes this, yeah. <laughs> this it, you know, life and death situation so or i even think i mean at the risk of being too on the nose because our location is a ski hill Mm -hmm. i think of hot tub time machine yeah while it wasn't drugs that ultimately allowed them to leap through time you know there was definitely like substance abuse (laughs) yeah maybe let's talk about that location because like ski hills I, i think of like ski resorts and parties kind of like in hot tub time machine yeah. or the other way we could think about the location thinking of like it getting weirder and weirder the ski hill like the top of a mountain could be sort of like the climax like how, how yeah. weird would it be that you f- end up on top of a mountain eventually yeah know? right i and mean the, the location's important but it's more like the adventure is what's crazy so mm-hmm. like again like while the location was important to hot tub time machine the adventure is this crazy time travel that they're doing and it yeah. could have happened anywhere. Yeah. So I think that's just what, like, this movie, like, we just need to focus on, like, what is this mundane activity that ends up... We either need to re-examine one of the other criteria to see if we can maybe get some sure footing, or yeah. we need to introduce, like, another element that we can sort of sink our teeth into. Yeah. So well, what else do we got? Yeah, what was the prop again? It was a pair of golf cleats. Okay. Um, which is funny because, like, now we're at a ski hill. So, yeah. like, I... I don't know. Like I, I picture like maybe it's a, you know, does it start out as like a golf course and then it, I don't know, there's like the snow apocalypse and then it turns into a ski. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, or actually a movie I just thought of, which it isn't drug induced, but like, um, dumb and dumber, their entire thing is they're trying to return the money. Mm-hmm. And so like, is someone who trying to return someone else's golf cleats? 
Yeah. And like, is that like their premise is like, that's the one activity they're trying to do. And like, they follow them to this play. Like maybe they start on a golf course and they follow them to the ski hill or something. Someone's trying to return someone's drugs. Like they're trying to be <laughs> like the best Samaritan possible. And they're yeah. like, 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 we don't want to touch them. Like, like they're yours. <laughs> yeah. All hell breaks loose. It's weird because it's, it's like the elements aren't quite aligning in a way where we can sort of dive in head first. I'm, I'm wondering if we do need just like one extra thing. Like you were saying, yeah. does it, is it like a, like maybe, maybe we like talk about a character or something that we really want to like play with. Like, is there like a type of character that we haven't done before? Oh, yeah. That's not, that's interesting. Um, you know, or maybe it's like a dog or a <laughs> chimpanzee. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I mean, another thing that we've done in the past has been, you know, we take sort of the tropes from the genre or subgenres and we just kind of base it around that. So like, what are some of the things that they have in common? Right. So like one of the things that all these have in common is that they're, they're duos. Right. So when you think about, uh, Harold and Kumar, there's obviously Harold and Kumar with pineapple express. It was Seth Rogen and James Franco with, uh, uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. It was Hunter S Thompson and his lawyer. Um, and then uh, there's like a group of people for something like the hangover. hangover. But, um, you know, when I stop and I think about, you know, some of the other, the other elements of those, of films like that, it's, they're typically duos and they have like a single objective, right? Mm-hmm. Again, if you count Dumb and Dumber, which, yeah. Because, so like they're like trying, they're trying to take that money back to that lady, basically so he can hook up with her. Yeah. And then what Harold Kumar just wanted to get White Castle. Yeah. And then, uh, the hangover. The hangover. They're just trying the to find their point. friend. Mm-hmm. Like the the main yeah. thing is they're just trying to find well, their friend. True. Yeah. So, so like it's all really simple things technically. Is it is it safe to say like it's in search of like they're searching for something because you you could be in search of a person to return something to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is one of the opportunities where we could just kind of go around yeah. the table and just like do some really quick pitches. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say okay. So do um, is our scenario like our our main characters our buddies are on a ski trip and what they think would be funny is to get high and ski down the mountain when they get to the top it turns out that there's like a hur- like a hurricane <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of a hurricane <laughs> like a, a this giant snowstorm coming <laughs> in <laughs> and so it's this like mad dash to get back down the mountain without like losing their sanity okay so i immediately thought of caddyshack or something like that where Maybe these two people, they work at a ski resort uh-huh. or something like yeah. that. Oh, and like the event, there's like a big skiing competition kind of thing going on. Or oh, something. that's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's like... And they're working it, but they're also like the... Yeah. They're like the Bill Murray character of... But what was their thing? Yeah, I, I was just... Sorry, I'm helping your pitch. Yeah. I was just... Forget like, my pitch. It was so like, so rather than... So, so rather than them be like on a ski trip or something, what if these two people like worked at the ski lodge... You know, and they're, they're they're the kind of people who are prone to get like high at work or mm-hmm. something like that. And then we can sort of base around some of the the sort of situational humor around that. Yeah. Um, um, like one thing I was thinking about is like, what if the golf cleat has like drugs in it, and then either the quest is just like turning it into the cops while the people who want, who had the drugs are trying to get it back, or like they're doing something with it, maybe even not knowingly, while like the other people are trying to like get it. Yeah. Until then they get caught and like, I don't know, all this, however that ensues. Yeah. So like, um, it's interesting. Yeah. I like the idea of giving the the cleats some sort of importance, especially if they're out of place in the ski resort. Right. Mm. So like, like Justin was saying, what if the golf cleats are like a way of smuggling drugs, right? Like they put them in like the heels or something or, Mm -hmm. uh, like inside the shoe. Mm -hmm. Are they, are they like in lost and found? That's how someone gets them. So there's lots of ways to like, I guess, take these cleats and like, mm. do they know there's drugs in them? Are they just trying to return them? So it's not always cleats that they yeah. hide it in. It's just this, like, well, I'll put something in the lost and found and then you pick it up. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we all agree that the, the cleats are like our MacGuffin, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the thing. Yeah. So like if the place was like just a winter place and the MacGuffin is these golf cleats, like if you put them in lost and found, no one's going to go there and go, oh my golf yeah. cleats, except for the person who wants the drugs. I hear that. That's mm-hmm. good. Until two dr- like. I think they, yeah, they'd have to accidentally come across the drugs in them. Do we need to decide on what well, kind of drug this yeah. is? <laughs> is that important to the story? I mean, I, I guess I assume just classic white powder. Yeah. I, I don't know if it like truly matters unless it's like some sort of like super drug that gives it like 
ultra importance, right? So in yeah. other words, I don't know if, you know, a drug lord is going to kick in the door with 50 of his goons over like half a brick of cocaine, right? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that's why like it's funny because like since it's not that much like I don't know, gangsters or whatever aren't going to like murder these people in cold blood in front of everyone. It could be very small town, small environment yeah. drama as in the villains of the story might just be someone else who works there. Like it's just not. Mm-hmm. And that's assuming that we even have a villain, right? Cause right. We, we haven't talked about the, the concept of the circumstance being the antagonist. Right. So um, I'm trying to think, Oh, that's cool. Uh, like, I mean, in Harold and Kumar, for example, there wasn't like a singular bad guy. At least I okay. don't think so. I, I don't got, think anyone ever some. chased him or anything. Right. I think yeah. it was just the bad guy was like any roadblock. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got, I got something because they work at the resort and to bring back in the snowstorm. What if they're the only two people who get stuck at the resort a la like the shining okay. kind of thing, <laughs> you know, and, and, and they're sort of using stuff out of the, the lost and found to like keep themselves interested or like, you know, sane while they're stuck in this like giant resort by themselves. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So then I don't know if this is where you're going, but like when it reopens, the person who's looking for the cleat, like ask someone about it and they're like, oh yeah, we'll find it. And then the whole thing is that they don't remember where the cleat is. And so the movie is them retracing their steps and like finding what they did with it. Yeah. Or like, and like either like finding what they did with it or like finding mishaps and like the person with them is like getting angrier and angrier. Like it's kind of like the hangover. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, like them being alone in the like hotel would okay. be like the night of yeah. going to Las Vegas and the next morning yeah. is them. So in that case, the, the, the snowstorm is really only like one scene. It's like the first act. Mm-hmm. And then the second and third act are at like the aftermath where they're trying to like figure out what, what they did. And it could be at like the event could be happening, which maybe messes up like where them retracing their steps or finding where the cleat was like. Yeah. I have to admit, and I apologize because mm-hmm. I'm kind of hung up on this idea because I like it so much, this idea of the cleats being the sort of the the process by which or through which they they uh, deliver drugs mm-hmm, and yeah. it, so f- for whatever reason I've got this this scene in my head where if this were a place that in the summer mm-hmm. had uh, a golf course they have a uh, an area where you can rent cleats and that's how they sort of distribute them and it's a very specific size of cleat and then I also just picture this scene where you know the MacGuffin the cleats of importance get mixed in with all the other ones yeah. I don't know I'm just yeah, I, I'm sort I, of I like I, I do like that so does the, the does our story open with like seeing the resort in the summer where there's people golfing and like we sort of follow one of these like like these pairs of shoes and we we see like the drug mule process where like these rich yuppie people get their get their drugs from the the shoes and then one of the pairs gets like knocked underneath a table and 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 like time passes and the, and like the camera pulls back and it's winter um so we we start there and it's already like day three of the blizzard and they've been trapped in this place by themselves and they've been like figuring it out they think now that's when they're going crazy because they've been there for so long and like they mm-hmm. use the cleat and they kind of like you don't recognize that it's important yet until like somehow i just keep imagining like a scene of like classic like gangsters like oh I, the cleats in there like we couldn't get in there because of the blizzard okay it should be in the lost and found that's the drop place okay and then he goes there and it's not there and then you meet our two friends like working behind the counter i like where you're going i would politely challenge it with in that case i don't know if we necessarily need the blizzard right like in other words like it could just be a complete coincidence that these two employees sort of stumble upon these cleats in the lost and found like i'm saying i think the blizzard sounds sort of like superfluous to me now unless it comes back in a big way like i'm just i'm usually blizzards happen and then they're they're over so i don't know (laughs) right unless it spins back around the only reason i was thinking that we introduce the the a bit of history about the cleats is just to set up any of that backstory that like well why are there cleats there in the first place I get like so like wh- like you, the entire time you're like why are these cleats so important like you don't know well we'd have to know yeah. once the the two main characters start using the drug oh I assume they weren't oh but I don't know like I feel like yeah like I, think, I almost I think they that's didn't impo- know I think that's an important part of a drug fueled <laughs> adventure is you have to be fueled by the drug yeah I hear that like but at the same time I don't picture these two people like just by virtue of making them kind of like our heroes and somewhat lovable. I don't picture them doing like hardcore drugs. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't, in other words, I don't picture them like shooting up anything <laughs> or even no. like doing line. Like, yeah, no, I no. just, I feel like, but if it was like a, 
and this is where I was asking about like what kind of what is it if yeah. it was like a little pill that like you take and everything gets all loopy yeah you see how much I know about drugs right now I mean I guess like <laughs> in an effort to like compromise maybe it could be like a little bit of a period piece in the sense that like maybe it is something as like pedestrian as marijuana but it's like back in the day so it's like mm-hmm. reefer madness and I don't know I mean I'm just I just think it would be really really cool to conceptualize one of these films that's like funny because of how dated the attitudes are towards something that would be like, cool. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Part of the humor of the film is the fact that everyone has these really outdated attitudes towards marijuana. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it funny. Like outdated because it takes place in the past. Yeah. Or, that's okay, what I'm okay, saying. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, you know, so like, it's, the, like it's like the thirties and it's like the reefer madness thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. you know, and, and this is like the overlook hotel in its heyday. I don't know. I mean, do we feel like we're like getting someplace? I feel like we're sort of spinning our wheels a little bit, but I mean, probably the most important thing is we could take a minute and talk about the characters. Like who are our two guys working at the right resort? So I, I wonder if this would be a good time to use the button therefore model to tell the story. Cause like I was saying earlier, I feel like in a lot of mm-hmm. these, these stories that we've referenced, it's like things have gone wild and then they get wilder. And just when you didn't think it could, it gets wilder. And so, maybe we don't need to know the end so much Mm -hmm. as we need to know who our characters are and where they find the drugs. And then it's sort of a, what happens next? What happens next? Like what kind of crazy things do they get in? They keep getting into that just like builds, builds, builds. Um, So really quickly before we move on to characters and characterizations, uh, do we all agree that this takes place in the past? So like, I don't know, twenties, thirties, kind of like, yeah, I think that'd be cool. In other words, this takes place in a time where weed is like a pretty hardcore drug, mm-hmm. right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Just so we're all clear. Makes sense. So let's talk about our two characters. Uh, so far, we we all agree that they work at this this, this pati- resort. Yeah, this resort. Mm-hmm. Or does one person work there and the other one doesn't? Or I'm fine with them both yeah. working there, but because um, I think if ooh, anything that ooh, does yeah. add like boss okay. problems and things, mm. it's a it's a it's a country mouse and a city mouse kind of thing. So the one guy works there, and he invited his cousin in to town, like oh. from the city, to come stay at the res- like. He's like, yeah. I work here. You can just like bunk in my room. So let's say for the sake of argument that the country mouse works at the resort, but his city slicker cousin is in town for the winter and needs a temp job. Yep. The cousin <laughs> says like, Oh, come work with me. Like here's the, book. well, I yeah. was going to say is, is it, is it, an, is it oh. mutual? So, or is it because, uh, because your, your family, um, mm. even though they have nothing in common. I, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think it depends on what kind of relationship we mm. want them to have. So just to double check, I just keep going back to like Harold and Kumar or something like, like they're going to be friendly. So I think if they have like nothing in common stuff, they won't have that like friendliness. Okay. Fair enough. So I mean, it's good. Um, but I think one is like, I imagine one being more stuck up like the one that's been working there wants to keep his job and doesn't want to break the rules while the other person new ones like whatever I'm going to be it's just temp a temp here. job yeah city slicker yeah but even still I feel like there's just some inherent conflict there Th- that would yeah. be that, the, that yeah. would be the that would be the conflict is okay there. eventually the conflict might come to like hey like I I offered you to come here out of the goodness of my heart and like you're like okay. destroying everything yeah. with mm-hmm. your, your crazy city you're attitude. Gonna, you're going to get me in trouble. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So, so like, like, that builds conflict along the way. Right. So on the topic of like overall themes or sort of morals of the story, is this sort of like a, um, you know, two worlds colliding sort of thing. So on the one hand we have this country mouse character who does things one way. And then mm-hmm. on the flip side, we have the, the city slicker cousin who does things differently. Yeah, I um, think so. I, I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, is there something that they have in common, or is it just simply that they're, you know, blood? I mean, blood's thicker than water, right? Okay. I mean, I think that plays into the, the country mouse's character that he, like, he okay. trusted in. Like, like, well, and I don't yeah. want to think they hate each other type well, thing. Well, what I'm trying to say is that he, he welcomes them in, like, hey, you're kin, I'm kin. Yeah, you need a job. Like, come work with me. Okay. And then as things devolve, then there's a divide. And eventually he's like, I invited you in. You messed everything up. I hate you. Like, right, right. And then but they, then they, they, they split have to the party. Yeah. But what I was getting at is that mutual. So in other words, mm. maybe that's the country mouse's attitude toward the whole situation. Listen, you know, out in the country, yeah, yeah blood, blood's people. thicker than water. Yeah. You're kin. You know, come with me. I'll give you a job sort of situation. But then on the flip side, you know, you've got the, the city slicker who, slick. I don't care. you know, yeah, he's just like a greaser or something I just, like that. I just mind combing my hair while I said, I don't care. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to, because mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. Like, Justin, you're saying they they ought to be 
friends because obviously like they need to stick together but at the same time they need some sort of conflict where they're gonna Mm -hmm. you know sort of grow as individuals or do we flip the script and they start out as enemies and then uh you know get Mm -hmm. to know each other right uh, differently because like in this situation i was thinking i was like if the like, city guy is like trying to break the rules, like the 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 country guy is not instantly gonna be like, "Oh, I hate you forever." Like, yeah. don't talk no, to me. No, like, no, he's gonna be like, no, no, like he's gonna like yeah, still yeah. help him like get through that event, sort of to like not get in trouble because he doesn't want his cousin to get yeah. fired. Yeah, I think okay. his cousin's, like, him, his cousin's be, like a bad influence on him, right? Because he okay. wants him to like step out. Maybe that's too. Bit. Maybe the co- country guy thinks he's like kind of cool, and like you know, like he wants to like. Be, I mean, there's some traditional yeah beats here that are like. If, okay. if if the country mouse is is very tight at the beginning, he's going to relax by the end. Mm-hmm. And if the uh, city mouse is is very loose and wild, he's going to tighten up a bit by the end. Like the, the as in right. like the the guy who's tight at the beginning has to loosen up. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just okay. a little. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what the word is, but like country usually doesn't. You don't think of it as the tight person. Yeah, oh, I guess I true. I kind of had it the other way around, where like. I, I was thinking of the the country mouse as being sort of like a Hank Hill character where it's very by the book and you know yeah the tight we, one yeah but I think if we were to go back to the traditional the actual oh story yeah the country mouse comes to the city and messes shit up I believe or like teaches him to relax like it doesn't the, actually matter on the country okay. time's not important I, like, I think we should get rid right. of our country mouse and city mouse analogy and give them names but I, but I do want to get it straight so yeah. again if we if we take a step back and we think about just like the log line of it right so we've got and we will give them names but mm-hmm. we've got this country mouse who is very sort of family oriented and has different values mm-hmm. he invites his cousin from the city uh, to work with him over the winter at this ski lodge yeah. right um, and then by contrast the city slicker cousin he's got a you know, a different set of values mm-hmm. by virtue of being from the city. Yeah. And he instigates a lot of the. Yeah. And I think that that's, problem. that's where I'm at. I'm mm-hmm. personally yeah. at a crossroads. So is like the relationship mutual or do they immediately by virtue of coming from different backgrounds, do they immediately start to, to clash or butt heads? I think if, unless there's a reason they have to stay together, like I think they can't clash right away. Otherwise the country kid would just be like, get fired and like get out of my life. That's where in my mind they think they have yeah. to like be well, fairly close friends or something. I mean, but it could be a, you know they could have external motivation too. So in other words, like the country mouse character. I mean, this is his job, you know, mm-hmm. and he's got a reputation to uphold in this small town. So obviously he's he's not going to let anything bad happen, or at least he's not going to let. This well, he vouched he vouched for his cousin. Right. So so like he's got sort of his his yeah his, to uphold yeah his reputation his is reputation. on the line. And would he vouch for him if he didn't like if they butt heads right? Like if they, if my annoying cousin wanted to work with me, like I would not vouch for him. I don't think you know anything about him because you've never met. And Aunt Eartha wrote you and said, "Hey, he needs a job. Will you help him out?" And you're like, "Of course, I'll help him out." Like I would never not think to help out my family. Like bring him on in. And then we start to realize, like, oh wait, like but, we're not anything alike. But yeah, I mean, but still, like, if you have that sort of mindset, I think you would be like, you would at least start off on the right foot and be really friendly with a person and like deal with their yes shit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So okay, we so, are. We're yeah, all we, saying we can same. all agree that he at least for the first like act or so he kind of puts up with it. Yeah. But like you were saying, Chris, I mean, it, the the underlying motivation is that mm-hmm. I right. stuck my neck out for you, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, and I, yeah, because where I think where, what Josh is asking is does the city mouse reciprocate like, oh, you stuck your neck out for me. I'm going to be good. Or is he just coming and he's like James Dean. Yeah. That's like, kind of what like, I was hey, thinking. Like whatever. Like, thanks for the job. Like, yeah. I'm not actually going to do any work. Like my mom just like, I'm here. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go hang out on the slopes. Oh well, yeah. He just, he, Cause he's, he's coming into the, the country for this job that he doesn't really want in the first place. And we probably he just wants to, an adventure. Well, he, we probably ought to give him some sort of underlying motivation right. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, he's just from his perspective, he's just like surrounded by a bunch of country yeah. bumpkins and I don't so, know. Okay. So, yeah. That makes sense. Does it? Maybe, I, a I, motiv- I don't wanna... maybe a motivation for him. What if, so, cause he's from the city. What if he's part of this drug ring? I was kind of thinking something like that too, like but well, like he's going to bring like street smarts to it, right? You know, but well, like he was, was saying he's like, a part of the what the if he's cleat part thing? of the cleat oh. thing? Okay, like he's being sent there. Oh, interesting. From the city to collect stuff. And, okay, and and so like he's got an alternative motive to be there. Okay, I'm and, down. And he's using his cousin as cover. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh, I like that. It has a lot of potential, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that gives him that gives him motive. Like he, his character naturally doesn't care, but he has to be there. And as like the as that starts to come out that he's actually part of this thing, it t- puts his country cousin against him because like whoa yeah. like i let you in now you're like trying to mess up our whole town you know mm-hmm. i think i think those are some good motives for a character yeah so let's like really quickly let's just give them names so we know who we're talking about and we don't have yeah. to say country right. mouse yeah. or city slicker one more time <laughs> all right we got our city slicker what's his name he's cool he's, he's part of a he's well, part of a drug gang kind of name too i don't know i mean like he's probably got like a nickname in the gang, right? Yeah, you know, it's like Slick Bill or mm-hmm. Slick Willie. I don't know. <laughs> Slick. I mean, probably back then that was a, a good like. Uh huh. No, gang, yeah, exactly. Like gang name Slick Willie. Slick Willie. Yeah. All right. So his name Cannon. His name's Willie. They call me Slick. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, everyone, you know, his his parents and everyone else in the family calls him William or something like. Yeah, that. yeah, something yeah. Kind of like. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Does that does that jibe? William's my dad's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, and then the the country mouse. Yeah, he needs a very like salt of the earth name. I don't know. I mean, should we give him like a Bible name? I would think so. Like, like an Abraham. I mean, Abe's Abe. 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 Got yeah. it. All right, Abraham. Honest Abe. Honest Abe. There you go. That's what they call him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so just just to briefly recap, so we've got Abe who is in the country, works at a uh, a ski resort, mm-hmm. um, gets a letter from his aunt. Uh, saying that uh, her son, his cousin, William, needs a job for the winter. And would he be willing to put in a good word for him at this resort? Uh, And uh, Abe, being sort of the good-natured fellow that he is, says, absolutely, I'll stick my neck out for my my cousin, whom I've never met, Mm -hmm. um, and gets him a job. And uh, William, a.k.a. Slick Willie, shows up uh, on his first day for the job and... Uh, yeah, we realize they're not going to get along. <laughs> yeah, and we, yeah, we, 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 as the audience, kind of recognize they just come from two very different worlds, um, and hilarity ensues. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to take a real quick break, and when we come back, we're going to unpack that hilarity a little bit, and and talk a little bit more about the the, the situation and how uh, Abe and and Slick Willie ultimately uh, get through it. We'll be right back. And we're back. So before the break, we left ourselves with these two characters, uh, Abe and Willie, Slick Willie, <laughs> Willie, um, our meeting for the first time. And I guess you could probably consider this like the rising action or at the very least, like this is when things start to go wrong. And is it fair to assume that that Abe is kind of our main character? Because like in a lot of ways, it's his world that's being turned upside upside down. down. Right. Yeah. And and that allows us to leave Willie with like a lot of mystery around him. But we do agree that that Willie is there with an ulterior motive because he's in on the scam. Right. He's. Is that right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's right. Unless, unless, um, just throwing it out there, we turn it down. Um, or is it that like Slick Willie finds the marijuana and like starts smoking it, and then someone's after them because like they're using it on purpose, and he like tries to get. A it's interesting. To smoke it. So I like, can see, yeah. Well, what's what's more interesting? So from a from like an energy standpoint, what's I kind of liked the the sort of secret conflict. So yeah. there's there's like the superficial conflict between these two characters because they come from different worlds, mm-hmm. but then there's the underlying like as the audience, we're just waiting for that moment when Abe finds out why Willie's there in the first place. Is there more than one golf cleat? Yeah, I, I think I get where you're going at because I feel like even though they're like not getting along all that well, part of Willie's like motive while he's there, like what's what's going to become part of his character is trying to get his cousin to like loosen up a bit, which means he's going to be like. Like, come on, like, come smoke with me. Like, let's just hang out and have fun. His cousin's like, no, like, I'm, I wouldn't do that. And right. So, so you, you asking like, he's not if he's if he's supposed to be the mule, he's not going to be like smoking his own supply. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I think okay. Uh-huh. I guess that's an, that's a that's a really important distinction to make, right? Mm-hmm. So, so then does the movie become them like running from someone, or like is half the movie them just like 
getting high and doing funny things and then the second half is them like running away or like trying to maybe it's not okay. even like running away they're just trying to fix like they're trying to get the money to pay for the weed that they smoked so i like where this is going and maybe this is a compromise and let me know what you guys think so the reason willie has to leave the city in the first place is because he got mixed up in some trouble and so when he shows up uh, to the resort, he's got these cleats like mm-hmm. tied around his neck. You know, he's yeah. kind of like wearing them. Mm-hmm. You know, Abe kind of makes an offhand comment like, "Oh, that's oh, you don't that's, need those here." Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny that you brought golf cleats. That's 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 something. And, you know, and he's yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, it's real. It's real mm-hmm. fashionable in the city." <laughs> mm-hmm. But what Abe doesn't know is that's where uh, Willie has stashed these drugs because he sort of burned all his bridges and right so this is like the last of the supply that he's stolen yes and he's trying to this is essentially his equivalent of witness protection yes but trouble catches up with him and he wrote the letter this little tiny thing like his aunt didn't actually write their letter he wrote it i like that it's all this little plan that he's trying to get away so slick willie drops the drop and Mm -hmm. then abe comes up and like fixes it without slick willie knowing and then now the cleat's gone i guess what's the thing still okay Okay, I, I mean, I've got a lot of energy behind what Josh is saying, where Willie is, he's mixed up in some bad business in the city, mm-hmm. and he's trying to escape. Like, no one's going to come find me at this, like, resort, you know, up in the mountains. He's stolen some of the the weed okay. that, that belonged to the big bosses, and okay. he's hidden it in these cleats. Yeah. So, like, the cleats aren't, like, a thing any, like, they aren't, okay. they're, not the, they're not, like, a the the drug mule thing it's just what he used i see yeah. um and, and so when he gets there he's expecting like well i'm just gonna like hide out here and but but his attitude is still i don't care yeah and for the record it does kill me because like i said earlier i really really liked that plot device of mm-hmm. like how they traffic drugs mm-hmm. so it does kind of kill me to lose it a little bit but i feel like this i mean, I don't, I mean unless it could come back in the end like so again like, that is how they did it and, and is he going to the place to like sell the drugs and like make money maybe a a roundabout way of solving this problem is do we want an antagonist or not so in other words if we if we want has to be if we want these gangsters to come Mm -hmm. after willie then that sort of precludes any sort of drug trafficking system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. using these golf cleats at the resort that's just like not possible yeah however if we do want that to be a thing then you know obviously Willie's still in tight with the drug traffickers, in which case no one's going to come after him unless something like royally screws up, which I think is what you were saying earlier is like basically the drop doesn't go as planned. Right. And he was already paid for it. Right. Basically. I like both of them a lot. I I can't figure out which one I like better. Because I picked this scene where like, so Slick Willie drops it and then we see him drop it. Mm-hmm. Abe comes out an hour later. He's like, this is not supposed to be here. Like, there's clearly mm-hmm. no one lost a cleat at this snow resort. And yeah. He like throws it away, and you see the trash can come and take it, and like the it gets gone. And then later, like you see the person who's supposed to get it come, not only, there, goes and fights yeah. Slick Willie. Not fights, but well, like threatens Slick thing, Willie. Only thing I would add to that, which is a little bit of a challenge, is that we we did say like if he's wearing them around his neck, and then Abe's like, oh, that's weird. Like you don't need those here. Well, I think he can still mess up the drop. Well, that okay. and I think that scene wouldn't have to exist yeah. if he messes but he, up the drop. But he finds it. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I know, I know who these. Oh, he takes them back too. He's gonna take them back. Oh, he's like, I know I like who this that. belongs to. I like that because it, on the one hand, it speaks to Abe's innocence mm-hmm. and his devotion to family. Yeah. But then on the flip side, I think it justifies why the drop got fucked up. Yeah. So they unintentionally fuck up the drop off, mm-hmm. right? Like, because Slick Willie, he comes with those cleats. And then Abe's like, those are weird. And like yeah. Slick Willie talks about how they're his favorite cleats. He's said, I had these forever. Mm-hmm. They were his dad's and his dad's dead. Mm-hmm. These are my favorite cleats. So when he sees them lost and found, that's why he brings him back to Slick Willie. Mm-hmm. The guy comes to get the cleats mm-hmm. and Slick Willie's like, oh yeah, these are here, these are your cleats. And then Abe's like, no, no, these are his favorite cleats and like pushes the guy away. Or like something that causes this like, I'm trying to think of like the first thing that happens in this crazy adventure. And like the first, okay. I think the first thing happens so, before then, but what if this is, slick willie's last chance so he's he's had two strikes already Mm -hmm. so just to kind of give this drop some some gravity right Mm -hmm. so per his instructions he drops off these cleats which we as the audience know are filled with drugs yeah how do how do we learn some of that do does he have like a telephone conversation back to the city at some point sure i don't know i mean i mean yeah yeah. (laughs) okay so we as the audience know that these cleats are filled with drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you know Slick Willie has had a series of conversations on the payphone mm-hmm. in the lobby. Yeah. So Willie's instructions are to leave them in the lost and found so they can be picked up 
by uh, another gang member. Okay, <clears throat> Tony Nine Toes. Okay, that's the that's the guy okay. who's picking it up. Tony Nine Toes. Yeah. Um, and Abe sort of stumbles across them, and having remembered that mm-hmm. these are you know uh, Willie's favorite cleats because they're you know mm-hmm. it's his last remaining memory from his dad, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, he tells us long yarn that explains why he has them right um i'm trying to think of like if now the adventure is them trying to like catch up to someone who's leaving the resort slick willie is telling abe that yeah. i needed to give these to this guy who just left and their adventure is like abe mm. not knowingly helps his friend give this other guy drug-filled cleats so this is a perfect example of what chris was talking about earlier so there's this this concept of but and therefore and mm-hmm. it's something that um uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone use for South Park a lot, you know, so it's this idea of, but this happens and therefore this character does this, mm-hmm. but then this happens, therefore they do this. And so if we kind of take a step back and we think about it using that lens, so Willie drops off the cleats in the Lost, lost and found. found per his instructions, but Abe finds them and returns them to Willie. Therefore, the person who was supposed to pick up the cleats doesn't receive them. Or therefore the guys after him yeah for blood and and that's where i wanted to add that extra little like one extra but therefore in the middle there so abe finds him therefore he's going to take him back but he realizes that there's drugs in the shoe and therefore decides to smoke them and if that happens i think it should happen and we need to give him a reason to smoke them so then like i guess Mm -hmm. in context is like that feels like one of the last scenes of the movie. No, no, I think that's like okay. Am I trying too hard to get Abe to like smoke this pot? Because like, I, I mean, yes and no. Because mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying. Because it's not a drug-addled adventure unless they're under the influence in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. And yeah. it just occurred to me that we haven't worked into the line, and I'm just gonna just toss it out there. Yeah. What if? Okay, so it's the 1920s or 30s yeah, or whatever, yeah. and like what if it's these two guys who invent the concept of boofing, which is like cramming drugs up your bottle. <laughs> Cause what was the line again? You want me to put what, where? Okay. So like, like, but, but that's still, that's still, you know, we still have to figure out like how we get there because this, yes. this is clearly like a moment of desperation, right? Yes. Right. I don't know. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Just, they, they use that act to get high. Or well, is that it's, to it's, act to store it? To it's take just it to store, store it, it. But then what happens is normally like, you know. The bloom breaks? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know if that's how weed works. I, was just saying, I, I think that's probably that. more of like a cocaine-esque. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I, mean, I don't know. You, you I mean, coffee works that way. So, I mean. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm maybe it's like a bit of a stretch. No, I just I, thought I love it was it. like a way to scrap what I was saying about like Abe, like all of a sudden deciding like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to smoke it because yeah. I want to be different. But that leads me to thinking what Justin was saying where he brings the shoe back to Willie and Willie's like, what are you doing? Like that shoe was supposed to stay somewhere like then if they're on the road trying to, if they're trying to get to the mobster to like make things right, there would be like a, a, oh, a police stop God. where like they're going to get searched. And he's like, he's like, you have to stick this up your butt. <laughs> you want me to stick the this whole away? shoe? <laughs> well, but yeah, they could take the, eventually yeah. I think they've taken it out of the shoe. <laughs> yeah. Cause he has to prove that it's yeah. in the shoe. He's and like, like I mean, let's be it, serious. It's not just a shoe. It's a fucking golf club. Yes. Like <laughs> no one's cramming that up their it, butthole. And to be fair, like the, the drug field part, like, um, Willie can be, high as hell he's relying on abe the like sober person to help him bring these drugs yeah and so like I th- but abe's gonna be the one who has to stick it up his butt because, right because no because the cops in this like this small town oh, will yeah. like totally look at yeah they know him yeah like, they you know, know him. Yeah. yeah they they know that he's completely innocent and, and i and i have no problem with like abe getting high or smoking something at some well, point this time like, he, this time he does it by accident sure yeah. yeah sure i don't know man all right okay okay so if i do a little recap yeah so we know Abe or Willie drops off the shoe. Abe notices it and is like, oh, that's my, my cousin's. I'll give it back to him. The mobster shows up, realizes it's not there. And so the guy who was supposed to pick up the drugs goes to kill Willie. Thinking okay. like, oh, he stole my stuff. He's going to beat him up. But he falls out a window and dies. Oh, the who? The, the mobster guy? Yeah. The, Tony Ninetoes. Tony Ninetoes. He falls out. Like they trip because like uh, Frank or Frank. Who's Frank? No, there's no Frank. So Abe brings the shoe back to Willie. There's that conversation where he's like, no, you weren't supposed to do that. Like he opens up a little bit. Like, no, okay. this was important. 
door bursts open. Someone, it's the mobster. Like he's he's there to like beat up Willie. He's like, no, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, it was a mistake. And Tony Ninetoes trips out the window like on accident. And so like Willie says, like we have to take these all the way to like the the boss to like try and explain uh, things. Like, okay, that's I, why they're yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. now I see where you're coming from. So yeah, we have to we have to find a way to get rid of Tony Ninetoes accidentally mm-hmm. because otherwise otherwise slick willie would just buckle and he'd yeah. be like oh i'm so sorry here you're like I, this is my third strike just take just take them mm-hmm. like just take them now so i i like this idea that somehow tony accidentally yeah dies. he's he's out of and the it picture. would look really bad now yeah because because it's, it's his third strike yep. and maybe this is like the height of the drama when you know basically willie has to come clean with abe mm-hmm. about what's going on yeah and then you know he's like begs him like please yeah. take me and abe across wherever, across state lines across state lines yep. to drop off the drugs yep and to your point so you know uh, abe eventually sort of you know being the kind-hearted person he is and you know buckles again yeah he 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 concedes and says listen like you know your family i'll yep. i'll help you out and then as they proceed to cross state lines they're stopped at a you know, mm-hmm. in a random town or yep. just outside of their town or something yeah. like that. And uh, Willie turns the, to Abe and says, you have to stick this up your butt. <laughs> you have to cram this marijuana up yeah. your butt. You want me to put what, what where? where? And, and he's like, please, please, please. And he does it. Yeah. And that's when like, yeah, the they, bag breaks. That maybe they, maybe they each take one. <laughs> so they both break. You take the left. I take the right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like mean, it. I mean, that's okay because I because I know we were saying like, oh, like, uh, <laughs> Abe has to do it because Willie would be instantly caught. But I don't think uh, the cops have come up with cavity searches yet. Right? I yeah, feel like that's yeah, not. Yeah, a, they're inventing boofing. They're they inventing have no idea what it is. So yes, I think in an act of solidarity, he's like, "You take one, I yeah. take one." So they get past the cops. And so now the next thing is they have to replace the marijuana. They just well, wait, wait. sucked up their butt. But that might, but that's a good butt. Like yeah, that's that a good, good. Yeah, they do have to do that. But they get stopped by the cops. Therefore, they cram a bunch of marijuana up their butt, which acts, which unintentionally breaks. Or at yeah, least one of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, no, I guess. And so now they're driving across state lines high. I think they pull. They have to like stop for the night. Okay. At like uh and. I was going to say they stop at a, either a crappy motel or because this is the country and like people are really nice. They end up pulling off at like this, this like Mormon family full of like, like, like Amish family, um, this like Amish family full of like children. And they're like tripping balls at this, like (laughs) in this like farmhouse. There's like, there's like moose antlers on the wall. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're all like celebrating. Yeah. And they've got like huge beards and it's just like, they like can't handle it. (laughs) They're trying to act straight the whole time. I support this idea 100%. Yes. There's like the innocent, but maybe not innocent in the end, like daughter of the family who who like takes a liking to Abe or something, you know. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. hilarity ensues when they're they're trapped in this house for the night. Yeah. Regardless, it just doesn't go well. It they, doesn't go well. They probably get chased out by yeah, the they, dad with a shotgun. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, they're back on the road. Yeah. Uh, not, not high anymore. Let's. Do we assume they steal a car? No, I. I mean, nah, I mean if you I want, Abe, if, I think if you got a good a reason for them to get pulled unless over, you, I unless Abe, you need, like, well, yeah, I was, unless we need I don't know. I mean, he's like a youngish person in the country in the 1920s. I assumed he didn't have a car, so I assume they stole one. Maybe they take. I mean, they could borrow. It's they the, could take it's like the, uh, the the ski lodge's yeah, car. Van. Oh, van. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a uh, yeah. It's like the. It's a. It's like the equipment car or. Or like service. What am I thinking of the family with ones? the wood? Well, yeah, with yeah. the wood on the side. And people make note of like, why is it like why is the ski lodge station wagon like that? Like maybe that's like yeah. parts of the joke or something. Yeah, like. there's like skis on the top. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like you're mounted so, to the roof. So they've gotten, they've had to leave their lodging. They get back in the car. It's early morning. They're driving. They're almost. They're almost there. I guess. Yeah. I feel like in a lot of comedies like this, where I, when I was talking about like that innocent daughter, it'd be like. She'd be like, "Oh, like I have marijuana. Like you can, you can take this. You know, you know what I mean. Like in some okay. of those really weird, right. back, like Be- messed up comedies, there's right. sort of that like easy out eventually because they still need to find marijuana, mm-hmm. right? Alternatively, we said they were run out of the the, the farmhouse. Yeah. Maybe they stop at like, I, I guess like a biker bar, but it's not. I don't know if it'd be like a okay. So 
because yeah so essentially we've got two problems now right because on the one hand they have to deliver this marijuana because it's willie's third strike but on top of that they don't have it right so what if on the way to the city there's a diner off the side of the road Mm -hmm. and there's like a bunch of bikes right Mm -hmm. so we're talking like studded leather like old timey bikers right yeah like the earliest form of yeah right yeah and so they they pull off and you know because uh whatever Willie uh, Willie's like I we can find some here well Abe's yeah. got to use the restroom or something mm-hmm. right so oh, he's yeah, like yeah. yeah um or like he's he's like he's like got the munchies so he's mm-hmm. like they they, they they both have the munchies so they mm-hmm. gotta stop yeah yeah they're still tripping yep um well yeah so uh and then they hear um just just an earshot you know these bikers talking about this like you know this score that they've got mm-hmm. right and uh, secretly on their way out they reach into like the saddlebags of these bikes and they they find not only like enough drugs to replace the ones that they accidentally ingested mm-hmm. but also like and then some okay yeah now we have not only do they have to get to the city to return the drugs or deliver the drugs rather but they also have this this Bike biker gang, gang after right. so quick question uh to add like a little bit of drama to that does Abe steal the drugs because he he's like sort of invested in this now and that's one of his like acts that's like a the main act of rebellion or is it Willie who steals it and that's like the final straw for like you keep getting me in like deeper and deeper shit Willie like oh it's like, like I mean I feel like that's where that's about where we are is the like I feel like they've already kind of had their big fallout uh, yeah, and because uh, for whatever reason, I just assumed like a- Abe is in like whole hog now. He's just okay. like thrown caution to the wind, and he's you know. So that was where desperate. the first idea was going. Where like he he does he's the one who does it, and he, and he's like surprise, like I got this for you, man. Like you know Willie, like you're my cousin, and I and I did this for you, you know. And Willie's right. really proud of him, like, or even just like I picture this scene where like they're both looking at this marijuana and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just uh, it's, it, it's up on the air, but I think Abe does grab it, or or at least Abe is the one who yeah. like outsmarts the. He, he I, does, I can he almost like see that. like Slick Willie being like, no, 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 no. Like, like he knows yeah, like yeah. Bakers will kill you, and yeah, maybe yeah. Abe doesn't because he's a little yeah. too yeah. innocent. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. I, I, yeah. Anyway, like Abe just like shows his like he he's his wild his side. wild side. Yeah, yeah, and impresses Willie this at this okay. point. Yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. So now they that now they have this this load of stolen marijuana. Hey kid. And, yeah. Yeah, they do, they they someone notices. Well, yeah, and they're they're on the run. Yep. And well, I, I imagine the scene where like they take their car to like hit their line of motorcycles. Yep. They back it up on accident. <laughs> yeah. well, on no, like, or or on purpose, purpose probably Most to, like definitely. Yep. Okay, definitely. so so now what are we parking our bikes like this? <laughs> this always happens. <laughs> and then did but, they get to the I, I I think like you were saying like that's like in a, if we're working in a series of threes, yeah. we had the cops, we had these bikers, and now we're we're yeah. at our destination. Yeah. Like, is there like a bike chase scene though, or something where like? Well, I was wondering if the bikers end up showing up at the like the mob place. Yeah, I was kind or of. Or do they get rid of? Or do they get rid of them? So mm-hmm. I guess I was thinking that the bikers would be a good way to. So like you've got this like clashing of three armies yep. sort of situation, yep. and so the bikers show up, and then the gangsters like confront the bikers and that's how they ultimately it's ultimately how abe and yep. willie make their escape that's right? kind of where i was going to so in other words like they don't have to deal with the consequences mm-hmm. uh because you've and, got and these it's two that classic, like, like the, two, the the bad guys take like knock each wipe each other out pretty yeah much. and the cops you know the cops show up and arrest the bad guys and they get out kind of through the middle like right mm-hmm. so we we all agree that okay how they ultimately uh escape the the final challenge mm-hmm. right uh, is because the bikers show, show up, up and you know the gangsters and the bikers wipe each other out yep. and that's how Willie and uh, Abe are able to make their escape. Yep. Now they're in the clear. They don't have they have no worries. So what's the conclusion? Does Abe take up a life of crime or does Willie kind of settle down? Like I don't know. Out, yeah, I can imagine this where they decide to like drive out west, but I mean they're they're like leaving a lot behind. Like, like it's asking Abe to like like now that I've just changed, I'm gonna like leave all the people like my family behind in town, and or you could just ask Willie to like, hey, you can like start a new life now. Like, you actually can like come back with me and like. Or is it just that like Abe goes, guess what? And like that's a weird sound, but just has a bag of weed and he's just like, sure. want to smoke something? And, like yeah. they just like end with like 
I vote for the. I I like. I mean, I like to. I'd like to put those together and say they go back and they become the like because we're we're working on this like they have like yeah. pioneered like some stereotypes that exist now yeah. like they go back and become these like ski lodge bums because they still have the, the weed that they stole exactly. yeah. and they don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. sure yeah. either way i like the idea that they go back to the ski lodge and start up this like slope bum lifestyle yeah i don't yeah. know why i like that too on one hand abe kind of loosens up he kind of enjoyed the feeling or the sensation that he got from mm-hmm. from uh well in a roundabout way smoking uh, <laughs> a reefer and then likewise Willie kind of settles down a little bit because he's seen what can happen when things get out of control yeah so they they become like to use your language Chris like they become the original like small town drug dealers right? yeah like yeah or the, like the, the the bums the bums the, the, yeah there's a name for that I forget what it is it just well, a ski bum. It's yeah, a ski I think bum. it's a ski, yeah, bum. ski bum. Yeah, Okay, yeah. Yeah, and, and I like mean, like, in yeah, the credits, I could see these picture, like, photography of them throughout, like, so this, is, like, takes place in the 30s, so, like, 40s, 50s, 60s, as they're getting older, and yeah. like, they they seem to, like, pioneer this lifestyle of, you know. They're the first snowboarders? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> when they're, like, 80 years Who's old, got, they're, who, like. Don't you hate having two skis? It's the 80s, and they're, like, these cool guys. Yeah, uh, I like it. So yeah, yeah, like you know, we we, we kind of end on a high note because they mm-hmm. develop this like hot high note. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we end on a high note, and they they like develop this friendship, and yeah. you know, uh, wish they, there was more actual skiing in it because we could do like a high altitude joke for yeah, the title. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it's okay. still yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. All right, is everyone cool? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we're right. cool. All right, and, and fade, fade to, to black. black. All right, cool. Let's give it a name. We've already actually had a few pretty decent names. I mean, I guess I still do use the lost and found thing, but mm-hmm. yeah. But I also like Chris's it's idea of like using pun. The term high. Well, I mean, high yeah. and found. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I mean high altitude. Lost and high. Uh, um, high pines. Like maybe that's like the yeah. name of the resort. I like high pines. It's kind of unusual. I mean, it is I, a little. I, it doesn't I, yeah. quite roll off the tongue. Yeah, as much as I'd like it to. Um, um, is there anything with like what is it like when there's fresh snow or? Powder. Yeah, if it if it were cocaine, yeah, we could have done something like bitchin' powder yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Mountain powder. <laughs> Mountain powder. Um, I like high pines. High pines? All right. Mm-hmm. High pines it is. Mm-hmm. That's okay. the name of the lodge and that's the name of the lodge. Yeah. If you have any suggestions of the name of the biker gang that Abe and Willie encounter, you can send those to us on Twitter at StoryMachine9000 using the hashtag SM9K, or you can email it to us at StoryMachine9000 at gmail.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. All right. Yeah, so Hank is the city mouse. The city country. The country boy. No. No, no, no. Okay. (laughs) All right, back up. Why? Why Why would the the country mouse say, don't call me Hanky? Because he doesn't want to be called Hanky.